Do you know who was named the best putting mat in 2022 by my golf spy? It was the mats from Birdie Ball. It'll help you sink more putts and make more birdies with a Birdie Ball putting green, all in the comfort of your own home. Check out Birdie Ball online at birdieball.com. Birdie Ball is here to make golf more fun and accessible. Find out more at birdieball.com. It's time for Grilling at the Green. Join Jeff Tracy as he explores the golfing lifestyle and tries to keep it in the short grass for the hackers, dew sweepers, and turf spankers. Here's Jeff. Just open up the door and let's take good times in. Tomorrow's gonna be better than today. Hey everybody, welcome to Grilling at the Green. I'm JT and uh, we are on here in Portland on AM860 The Answer and in Tulsa and in Texas and in Pennsylvania, soon to be in Seattle and San Francisco. And we're not even syndicating this show. And of course, we're a big part of the Golf News Network on iHeart. The show airs Sunday afternoons at noon Eastern time. So uh, check us out there. This segment uh of Grilling at the Green is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef, beef the way nature intended, and also Birdie Ball. Birdie Ball was ranked by my golf spy as the best practice indoor putting green uh, back in 2022, I believe. So check them out online at birdieball.com. Well, we it's a real honor today. As those of you who listen to this show know, I'm huge on supporting veterans and their families. And we've got Sarah Bush with us. Sarah works with the uh, Folds of Honor, and she is the Senior Director of Golf Relations there. Prior to that, she was a uh, head pro uh, and Director of Golf at Country Club of Landfill, which is in Wilmington, North Carolina. But now she's with Folds of Honor, and uh, we're very honored to have you. Welcome, Sarah. Well, thank you for having me, Jeff. It's, it's, a, it's a truly a pleasure. I, um, uh, I'm a big, big supporter of of veterans and uh different organizations that help them and so uh you when you agreed to this i was very tickled that you could do that what uh we're going to talk about your your golf prowess uh, a little later in the show but what prompted you to come to work for folds of honor and tell us what it is exactly you do i think i've got a clue but i'm not sure our listeners do Sure. Well, I mean, just to back up a little bit, Folds of Honor provides educational scholarships to spouses and children of military and first responders families. And back in 2008, I had the distinct pleasure of hearing Lieutenant Colonel Rooney, our CEO and founder of Folds of Honor, talk to the Carolina section about uh, Folds of Honor and starting this foundation. And the story that he told was so moving in this room of almost 2,000, you know, grown adults that you could hear a pin drop with the exception of the tears and sobs coming from these people just talking about the Dan talking about the war and, and all the terrible things that are happening and the families left behind. So I was one of almost 2,000 people leaving this room saying, hey, I have got to do something for this foundation. And as a background about me, I'm Canadian. So I came to the U.S. to play golf on a golf scholarship at Mercer University. Didn't really have any military ties. Got into the golf business. The war started. Heard the story. And I was like, man, you know, let's stop everything. I've got to help this foundation. So 
you know, kind of fast forward, we started supporting Folds of Honor at my club, where as a director of golf, um, my entire team and myself, we go out and we play golf marathons. And we would ask our membership that was so patriotic and generous, hey, will you pledge us per hole played? And we go play our brains out, try to play as many holes as possible on, on a given day. And we were able to fund many, many scholarships through that effort. And uh, back in, and we'd been into this about, ooh, maybe eight years at this point in time, when one of my best friend's husband, um, Master Sergeant Aaron Torian, was deployed for a sixth time to Afghanistan. Um, my best friend, Jurley, her three kids right here in Wilmington, North Carolina, where I live, were actually at my house on that Valentine's Day. Um, and the very next day, they got that call that Aaron was not coming home. He had been killed um, in Afghanistan. He stepped in an IED. And I knew in that moment, 2014, that I had a calling to help support Folds of Honor and families like my friends who, I mean, I would have never thought this would happen so close to my home. And I stayed very close with Folds of Honor, continued to support them um, through our efforts and an opportunity um, came about and they reached out and, and here I am. And I have the distinct pleasure of being able to help people who are like me across the country, people who have some influence at a golf facility or in the golf space who want to get involved with Folds of Honor. So myself and, and my awesome team, we're able to coach and cheerlead and provide, you know, assets and best practices to an individual or golf um, professional or a facility that wants to get engaged with um, raising funds through the great game of golf. So that's really how I, I got to be where I am today it and must, i wake up every day grateful i was gonna say it must be tremendously fulfilling to um see at least the front end of the your efforts and how it affects people you know the back end sometimes takes a while you know if they're if they're going to college or a trade school or whatever it doesn't matter but um they have to go through that process, but to give them the opportunity must be exceedingly fulfilling. Oh, it it absolutely is. And in something I've noticed, you know, you kind of teeter every day on, am I going to, am I going to laugh or am I going to cry? You know, am I going to smile because I'm helping these people? Um, and I'm saying even the event organizers feel a great sense of pride in what, in what they're doing. Um, and like that feels so great. And then you're helping these families who need and deserve our assistance. And that feels great too. But then you get sent a note um, to our scholarships team, let's say, of uh, you know a young lady saying thank you for helping me. My dad was killed three years ago, and I wasn't able to you know attend the universe, um, the high school I wanted to, the private high school, but because of your support, I can now go to the college I want to and not have to worry so much about finances. So it is, uh, it's incredibly, incredibly rewarding. I, I really, um, uh, really like that. I've gone, um, exchanged a lot of emails with Glenn, mm -hmm. your, um, PR person and all that, but, um, uh, uh, I, this is, show isn't about me, but every year I, kind of anchor a telethon or radiothon for veterans here in the Portland, Vancouver metro area. And it really, really the group we work for reaches out to more than just that area. But it's so 
cool to uh, hear the stories of how vets and their families uh, who need assistance uh, can get it. Uh, we certainly can't depend on large like the Veterans Administration. I, I mean, that's a huge organization, and I understand I'm not knocking them, but there's just so many, and they're so spread out. But when you can do something like Folds of Honor or over on my side of the world, CCVAC, it uh, it really has a direct impact. And I think that's what really prompts people to step up and help because they can see or hear about individual cases that they've actually affected and to a positive end. I think that's so important. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. And, um, you know, we are so fortunate since the beginning of Folds of Honor when it was founded in 2007, we have been able to provide over 51,000 scholarships, which equals $240 million across every single state. So these kids and these spouses that are impacted by the generosity of donors across the country, these kids are right in your backyard. And sometimes you have no idea. And these families are different and they're special. To think someone's going to step forward and say, I will sacrifice my life for my country, for my family to do the right thing. And then for these spouses and children to be left, you know, um, either with a, a fallen service member as a parent or, or someone who's facing a disability that maybe you can't even see um, right. because it's an internal um, effect uh, from, from war. So it's really, um, it's really a powerful place. And to also know, you know, there's fiscal responsibility that goes along with these efforts. And it is so important to show your donors, hey, what you're investing in, like we take it seriously. Over 90% of every dollar raised goes directly to our scholarship program. 45% of our, uh, percent of our recipients are uh, self-identified minorities. 56% are female. So it's like, you can see the results. Um, you might not know who they are, but they are around you. Yes, they are. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, we're going to be back with Sarah Bush from the Folds of Honor Foundation and uh, talk about her golf when we come back. You're listening to Grilling at the Green. Hi, everybody. It's JT, and this is a special version of Grilling at the Green. Grilling at the Green is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Welcome back to Grilling at the Green. I'm JT. If you'd like to reach out to us, it's... Um, Pretty simple. You can go to our website, grillingatthegreen.net, or you can just send an email, uh, which comes directly to me at info at grillingatthegreen.net. And don't forget, we're also part of the uh, Golf News Network channel on iHeart. It's a whole channel dedicated to golf and the stories around golf. And uh, I think you'll find it very interesting. And of course, we got Facebook and 10 bazillion different social media platforms like everybody does who's in this. And uh, we always appreciate when you reach out to us. We're talking with uh, Sarah Bush today. Sarah works for the Folds of Honor. She is the Senior Director of Golf Relations. 
but more importantly, she's a golfer. So what part of Canada did you come from originally? And did you play a lot of golf up there? Or was this something you picked up a little later? You know, I was born in Toronto, grew up in St. Andrews, New Brunswick. So I think it must have been that St. Andrews, Scotland kind of connection that inspired me to play. I'm one of seven kids and my dad is an, an avid golfer. I mean, just a golf fanatic. And I'm right in the middle and pretty good athlete. And he looked at me and he's like, you know what, Sarah, I think you need to get a golf scholarship. This was the height of Annika. She was doing amazing things in the sport. And, um, and I was, you know, 13 maybe or something like that. And we took a trip down to Myrtle beach and first time I'd been there, uh, went to a golf course. Um, and my dad's like, Hey, you're going to play with us, played my first 18 hole round and, uh, fast forward had some success and kind of mimicked my older brothers when, uh, they would go out and play and with their swings and stuff. And, Ended up actually being offered a uh, full ride to Mercer in Macon, Georgia, which is where I played my collegiate golf. And uh, it was absolutely thrilling and a wonderful experience. I've been by the campus in in Macon. I've been to Macon many times and through there down to Perry and all of that. But um, it's a beautiful setting down there, really. So was it a lot different from playing in Canada when you actually had real sunshine and dry weather at times and the heat? You know, there's a sense of urgency when you're Canadian in the summer. And so I think what you do is you take, you know, what other people do throughout 12 months in a warmer climate and you shove it into three months and you're just at the golf course from sun up to sundown. Um, so there are some beautiful, beautiful golf courses up there. Absolutely gorgeous, really, in the Maritimes and all across Canada. Um, but it, it was a different story when I moved to the States and started playing golf year round. And, um, you never really have that first round of the season that is so great. It all kind of blends together. So, um, I've had some wonderful opportunities through the game of golf and something I tell my own daughter now, who's a, a teenager with her sports, actually both my daughters is, you know, someone's got to do it. Someone's got to make it. Someone's got to be the best wherever they are. And, uh, and I always had that attitude kind of instilled in me by my dad. And, um, I, I actually take that with me, uh, to date. And I think about Dan Rooney, our founder, CEO of Folds of Honor, and, and that's how he is as well. It's seize the moment, uh, go make it happen. Um, you know, you, you've got the ability to do it. And, and that's why we're just so fortunate at Folds of Honor to be able to help so many families. So a little carpe diem going on there. Absolutely. Absolutely. So tell us about your success or not so much. I don't know your college record, but you, if you made the team, you had to be pretty good. Yeah. You know, um, for listeners out there, parents of young golfers, I would say that golf is still a great opportunity um, for young players, especially females, to get an athletic scholarship. And I probably fell in that category of not so great coming out of high school, but improving dramatically um, just because I had a heightened focus when I went to Mercer. I, I had a couple of really fun experiences. I was able to go over to um, Scotland for the open at, uh, St. Andrews when Tiger won, which was really neat. But my purpose 
being over across the ocean was to go to Ireland. And I was the captain of Team Canada when we played in the World Collegiate Championship. Um, and this was early 2000. So I would say from a collegiate standpoint, that was a little bit more of my highlight. And instead of going into playing professionally, I got into the golf professional business um, out of school. So uh, really decided being a club pro and teaching people and being in the business of golf is, is where I wanted to spend my time. It's interesting that you went directly there because I know a lot of people and I've interviewed a ton of people that went out and tried on the mini tours or what have you. And then for whatever reason, it certainly was not from lack of trying, didn't make the big tours. And so then they look around and say, I think, I'll get, I'll stay in the golf business, but you went directly there. That's that to me, that shows a lot of focus. Yeah. I, I, I think I just knew what I wanted to do. Um, for those who know me, once I get something in my mind, it's kind of hard to shake it. So it was a very easy <laughs> transition for me. Um, I started my golf career at a place called Innisbrook down in Palm Harbor, Florida, yeah. under a gentleman by the name of Jay Overton, kind of a legend down in that area in the golf business. And um, at that point in time, we had the Chrysler Championship, the tour event at uh, the club. So it was kind of fun. I'm a super young golf professional and Phil Nicholson's walking by and Tiger Woods. And it was, it was a really, really neat experience, but really have spent the um, kind of chunk of my career in Wilmington, North Carolina, where I was, like you said, the director of golf at Country Club of Landfall and just had an amazing experience um, working with people that I still consider my best friends, even though we're all in different places now outside of the club business and um, really met some of the best mentors that, you know, anyone could ever have at the club. So we've got about 30 seconds left, Sarah, before we go to break, but is there one thing quickly that sticks in your mind that was maybe it was seeing Tiger and Phil or something that you knew you were home? Mm -hmm. You know, in the, the golf space, I, I think. Um, I don't know if there is just one thing I, I always aspire. Um, athletes inspire me and their dedication, their focus, and, and everything that they do is what I like to do myself. So I'd say just the general athletic space is really what kind of drives me. Well, there you go. We're going to take another break. We're going to be back with uh, Sarah Bush from Folds of Honor right after this. Please stay with us. Do you know who was named the best putting mat in 2022 by my golf spy? It was the mats from Birdie Ball. It'll help you sink more putts and make more birdies with a Birdie Ball putting green, all in the comfort of your own home. Check out Birdie Ball online at birdieball.com. Birdie Ball is here to make golf more fun and accessible. Find out more at birdieball.com. Welcome back to Grilling at the Green. I'm JT. Uh, we've got Sarah Bush with us today from Folds of Honor. But first, we'd like to thank the folks at Painted Hills Natural Beef, beef the way in uh, nature intended. It's great stuff. And by the way, you can go to their website 
and they have an online store because you can't get Painted Hills beef in every grocery store across the country. But you can get it directly shipped to you from their website. And if you type in the code on your checkout that says BBQ Nation, that's my other show, Sarah, BBQ Nation, uh, then you get 15% off your order. So there you go. And also the folks at Birdie Ball, John Breaker and his family do a great job. Uh, we just put in a new Birdie Ball outdoor uh, putting green here, and we used it in a show we were filming. It's a it's a great practice tool. So look at birdieball.com. Um, is there anything in, since you've been with Folds of Honor, I should preface that, Sarah. And, and I know there's there's got to be a lot of really great stories but is there one story that sticks with you that, you, uh, and you talked about your friend, how do you pronounce the name? Jewelry? Jewelry? Jewelry. Jewelry. Okay. Jewelry uh, Torian. But is there a, another story from somebody you never knew where you saw the effects of what you're doing at Folds of Honor that you went, yeah, you may have been crying at the time, but you went, yes. Yeah. You know, there are, thousands and thousands of heartbreaking stories that uh, come through the doors at, at Folds of Honor. I mean, they they really are tragic and, and really terrible, but there's also a sense of um, family that is a result of what we're able to do together um, to help all these recipients. I'll actually, I've got something right in front of me and it's a note and it kind of it's the thing that really hits home. It was something that was sent to us and it says, Dear Folds of Honor, thank you deeply from the bottom of my heart for what you have done for me throughout my college career. The past three and a, three and a half years were made easier because of you and your kindness and generosity. Since losing my dad, Major Gary G. Hughes, in 2018, the lack of income has really affected me in the future of my education. But with your help, you've made that no problem for me. Thank you, yours, Kaylee. And there are hundreds of kids like this that we will never meet face to face, but you feel this sense of connection to them with everything you do. So I wake up every single morning. We all have challenges. I, you know, you've got challenges trying to do a program, whatever it is. But the drive carries on for these kids because their drive carries on without their parent or yes. their spouse or whatever it is. So, um, it's an amazing organization, and we have incredible volunteers and donors and partners all across the country. It's not just about kids. You just touched on something there, a spouse. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of uh, homes that will be without a mother or father going forward, at least in the near term. You never know how life's going to turn out. But uh, I've seen other programs that, support the spouse also just not the kids is that the case for folds of honor that is the case so our scholarships are for the spouses and for the children and you know we've got a lot of let's say moms that the plan was in this family unit for mom to stay home while dad is deployed or whatever the case is and um and kids are in school and and, and that was their plan um, not thinking the plan was going to deviate and then something tragic happens and all of a sudden mom is left there with now having to rewrite what their story was into something new and maybe without the education that she would have got had there been a different plan. And so we have got a lot of moms 
uh, dads that go back for a nursing degree, a teaching degree, whatever it is. In fact, it's kind of interesting. We have got some moms going to school with their college age children um, so that they can go back and, you know, whether it's an, a master's program, a doctorate, just to get to your degree, whatever the case is. So yeah. um, we've got, you know, it's the, it's really the entire service member family, first responder that's, family. That's very cool, Sarah, to, yeah. to do that. Um, it's got to be hard some days, though, when you get letters like that or the, the request letters, I would think would even be harder. Are they, you know, there's applications in a process. I, I get that. But sometimes when you read these stories, how how do you keep your composure? You know, it's it's very challenging. Um, every story is unique and every story um, deserves the attention um, and the investment of emotion. And so you're right. You, you kind of touched on something. We had almost 13,000 applications this year. 13,000, way more, thousands more than we have ever received at Folds of Honor. And we had to turn away around 4,000 of those applicants uh, just because we did not have that full funding to be able to send all those recipients to school. So it is it is hard, um, but what it does is it makes us drive on with even more resolve to do better for these families, knowing that they they are making the decision, some of them to, to lay their life on the line for us, whether it's our first responder families, they're the ones there for us, you know, in our darkest moments or, or those deployed or, um, you know, facing injury here at home. So it's, you know, their, their difficulties are, are a huge driving force for us. So if I want to put on a golf tournament out mm -hmm. here in Oregon, where I live, and and I I will tell you I'm already involved with a number of of benefit tournaments. It's just something I do. But if I wanted to put one on to help the folds of honor, what would be the process for that? And we've got plenty of time to talk about this right now. But Sarah, what would that be? Yeah. So we I am so fortunate to have a team assembled that helps people across the country. So we've got everyone, you know, kind of split out in region. And when someone hears about Folds of Honor, visits our website and registers to learn more about hosting a golf event, we reach out to that person within 24 hours. So Jeff, you registered, I'm picking up the phone. Hey, where are you? Uh, what are your thoughts? Let's work on this together. And so we'll take the whole journey of turning an idea about an event into a reality that ends up funding these scholarships. We've got golf uh, professionals on our team, very talented people in the development space. And uh, what's so awesome is that our events across the country, no one... Um, takes their success and doesn't share it with others. Everyone wants the next event to be better. So we've got just really outstanding um, best practices, assets. And depending on the event, we might have one of our gold star speakers um, share their story and sure. or a local recipient come out and say thank you um, to put a face to the name and the cause. Does it, does it, <clears throat> gosh, excuse me. Does it cost Anything again, use me as an example. Mm -hmm. If I want to put that on, do are those assets coming from Folds of Honor because I, you know, signed an agreement or something? Or does it it's gonna cost money to put on the actual tournament? We know that. But right. um when you talk about assets, is it physical assets as far as flyers, flags, uh 
you know, stuff for a swag bag, whatever it is, uh, or is it just more, this is how we do it. So we have got a robust digital assets library that we have built based off of feedback from our event organizers, whether a golf professional or maybe a member at a club or just a general patriot who's like, I want to do something. So we can share assets digitally that are very specific to a region so that it makes sense. So you're in Oregon, you're doing your event hey, I've got 18 recipient bio signs that we're going to put your club logo on there, your event logo, get it all set up. And we're going to say, hey, Jeff, take it to a local printer and get those uh, whole signs made. We also have physical assets that are available through our partnership. So we are so fortunate to have so many industry manufacturers come on board and say, hey, we love Folds of Honor. We're going to extend the absolute best pricing we can to events across the country. We might be able to donate some product, whatever the case is. So we um, can provide a lot of different assets, but the general rule for, for events is where an event is being stood up and the revenue kind of lives. So if it's at a club and it's a member event and all the revenue is going through the club, we just have the expenses go through there as well. Okay. And then the net goes back to you guys at headquarters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. And so, and what we do is we take the proceeds, we go through all the applications, you know, projections and stuff like that. And then we disperse all of the scholarship money out. In fact, we just um, had, as you can imagine, our fall season, our scholarships go out and uh, be accepted just within the last few weeks. Um, so scholarship window opens in February where um, kids and spouses are filling out the application process and then it gets dispersed in the fall of each year. We're going to be back with uh, Sarah Bush from Folds of Honor. And uh, what a delight this has been today. Sarah is the Senior Director of Golf Relations there at Folds of Honor. Anyway, we're going to be right back. Stay with us. Hi, everybody. It's JT, and this is a special version of Grilling at the Green. Grilling at the Green is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Welcome back to Grilling at the Green here in Portland on uh, The Answer 860. Multiple stations around the country, more of those growing, and of course, the Golf News Net um on iheart channel or there on sunday afternoons uh and you can find us on all the platforms uh you know apple and the list is too long but we're out there so you can find us um we're talking with sarah bush as i said before sarah is the senior director of golf relations for folds of honor when people do a tournament and they've signed up for that and the and, and the tournament's over and the funds have been given to you guys and all that what is your percentage roughly uh of people that want to do it again you know our our retention rate is incredibly high um i'm going to say it's it's mid to high 90s we are wow. so fortunate that when people come on board they realize the impact that they're making they see the faces of these recipients um they might hear a recipient story a gold uh, star spouse story and they are they are in because it's so important to us to make sure that when people are taking their time talent and resources and they're investing it in folds of honor we want this to be like a journey together um and so it's not a one and done every 
event is important, um, whether it raises, you know, $100 or $1 million. Um, and we are very, very grateful for the support. If the tournament looks like it's going to be big enough, would, and this is a question people will ask me, is it tangible that maybe schedule permitting you come out or, or Colonel Rooney comes out and plays uh, and, and probably speaks too, but does that, or maybe you have some celebrity uh, support from different people. I know you do uh, that might show up and play. All, all the above. And so Lieutenant Colonel Rooney is, as you can imagine, uh, on the go, it's father of, of, of five girls, um, oh, a Lord. <laughs> husband to a wonderful wife, Jackie. He is gone all the time uh, for Folds of Honor and, and tries to make himself as available as, as possible with the hundreds of events. I mean, we have more events and days we have within the year. Um, but our team is so dedicated to making sure that you know, as much as we're able, that we are with the events on site, um, e able to say thank you. And so they can hear it from us and they know that we're sincere about it. Um, and also to be able to bring, like I said, recipients, local recipients there in every community, every single community across this country has Folds of Honor recipients. There are some areas that have more, like Texas is an enormous state, North Carolina, where I live, huge recipient state, Florida, Tennessee, Georgia, um, but really Oklahoma, everywhere. So um, we've got a lot of great Folds of Honor people attending a ton of Folds of Honor events. Well, maybe I'll do that, Sarah. Maybe I'll organize a a, a tournament. I, I certainly have the skills, or I, I did at one point in my life, but uh, <laughs> do that and see. Maybe we can get you or uh, Lieutenant Colonel Dan out here and uh, have some fun and raise some money. Can people just donate without going through a tournament? Absolutely. So we have got something called our squadron program. It is a monthly program, $13, which gets billed every month. I mean, who doesn't spend $13, you know, a week at Starbucks or even one visit. So, I mean, it's really nothing. And the reason it's 13 is there are 13 folds of a ceremonial flag, right. which is placed on the coffin and given to the family when someone falls. Um, and so we have got the squadron program, easy to sign up, get some cool stuff in the mail when you become a squadron member, um, or just even to visit our website, www.foh.org, and just to make a general donation. So, but there are so many opportunities. If you want to do something else and get more involved, you know, the golf space, three billion dollars is raised through the game of golf every single year. And we are so heavy in that space. Um, and so it's reaching out and saying, Hey, is there events in my community? I might not know about that I can participate in, or maybe you want to play a golf marathon like I did, which doesn't take an event. It's kind of like a one-on-one -on -one thing, you against yourself and the elements and uh, go raise enough to fund a scholarship. $5,000 funds one scholarship. It literally changes the educational path of these kids. And I encourage everyone to get involved in any way that works best for them. Okay. Sarah Bush, uh, Director of Golf Relations for Folds of Honor. What a what a great time I've had talking to you today and a real honor for the work you do back there. We want to thank you. And again, real quick, uh, is it foh.com? 
foh.org .org. okay and they've got some cool uh shirts i was looking at them mm-hmm. last night i didn't have time to order one but i'm going to order one today when we get it off the show sarah is sticking around for after hours she has no idea what she's agreed to but we're going to show her very shortly uh sarah thank you and um folks thanks for listening we'll be back next week with another edition of grilling at the green Take care, everybody. Grilling at the Green is produced by JTSD Productions, LLC, in association with Salem Media Group, all rights reserved.